I'm Gemini. And I'm Scorpio. And I'm Amy C. Wilson of Moon Serpent and Bone. And for this special seasonal podcast, Witch Space Moon Serpent and Bone are collaborating to bring you even more Witch Space content and help you find new, amazing vendors and readers to tantalize the senses with magic and macabre from the fringes of the Hudson Valley. Each season corresponding to a Moon Serpent and Bone market will bring you an extra podcast discussing magic and spirituality for the season, interviewing vendors readers, and other magical professionals we think you should know. And as always, sharing our hot takes. Thank you, Amy, for giving us the opportunity to do even more of what we love and share it with our amazing audience. Let's dive into today's podcast. Amy, this market is a really big deal for Moon Serpent and Bone. Can you share a little bit about that? Yeah, Moon Serpent and Bone is celebrating our fifth year of our little bit of chaos from our fringe folk here in the Hudson Valley. Ostar was actually our first market that we did in Locust Grove in Poughkeepsie, New York. And this being our fifth year, we're welcoming in spring and bringing back to life everything that's been asleep. So we have a wide range of readers, magic makers, soothsayers, taxidermy, bones, and all sorts of weird, bizarre things that you can't find at any other market here in the Hudson Valley. It's really exciting to see this market be sort of a perennial. That's the plant, right? Where you like put the bulb in the ground and it just keeps coming back. Yes, yes, yes. Or like glitter. It just never goes away. It never leaves. Yeah, no, the herpes of craft supplies. Absolutely. <laughs> so I think that that gives us a really great foundation to talk about what does spring and what does Astara mean for us as witches and in the context of the market. So knowing that the Ostara market is sort of the beginning of this big fifth year of Moon Serpent and Bone, I think it's a great opportunity for us to also kind of bring around some stuff that maybe we've talked about in the past on Witch Space and haven't really had a chance to come back to. So Scorpio, what does Ostara mean to you? So, you know, as somebody who hates winter, hates with a capital H, hell with it, with a capital H-A-T-E, I hate it. Okay. I hate the darkness. <laughs> I hate the cold. I hate when it snows. I hate the ice. I hate that every year I fly down my stairs. This year was no exception. They got icy one day and I went flying down the stairs. So yeah, I don't like it. So for me, the wheel of the year, even though I know in February we started talking about, you know, spring is coming, but this is really spring, right? So mm-hmm. by this point, it's lighter out. It's not darkness at 4 30 in the afternoon right we can start seeing you know some of the vegetation come back some of the trees are coming back it just gives you so much hope it just gets me excited it gets me excited for what do i want to do this year do i want to plant what do i want to plant right um what classes are coming up what activities can we do outside like i know it's still too cold in the lower hudson valley to start going out there in you know march middle of march but we do have some nice days. And even if it's freezing out, I notice that even people wear more colors, right? They want to get ready. The pastels start coming out. And we kind of need that after a winter. Even somebody like me who lives in black, there's just something about all the colors of spring that just gets you happy. Our our light black and our like heather black (laughs) and our, you know, slightly blue black. (laughs) Exactly. All, all the shades of black come out now um, 
But yeah, that's what it means to me. And it's funny because I also love fall because it ushers in the darkness. But I think, I don't know, I think there's something really wonderful, something magical about the fact that we live somewhere where we get to see all these seasons. So whenever Mm -hmm. we have this drastic change, and spring is a drastic change from winter, just like fall is a drastic change from summer, you know, it's just so wonderful. So it it just makes me happy. It makes me want to do things. I love that. I, we talked about Ostara in year one of Witch Space when we sort of did the, you know, Gemini's uh, year in a day, how does Wicca work? Um, And I will admit to everybody, I still don't know when any of the holidays are. And I still sometimes I'm like, oh, Scorpio, is this a thing? Um, So like Ostara, Ostara doesn't mean anything to me, right? Yeah. Except spring means something to me. And, you know, I think of Persephone coming back from the underworld and flowers blooming. I think of like iris and like rainbows. But I also think of gardening and I have not really been able to garden quite so much because I was pregnant and all of that but this is sort of a year where I really feel like oh I can get I can get my hands in the dirt again which I'm very excited for and Amy mentioned in our intro talking about you know this is the perennial Ostara is the perennial market it's the one that brings the markets back again every year and so I really want to think about and I suggest to our listeners to think about spring not just as sort of the the stereotypical, you know, fertility, birth, that sort of stuff, but as a perennial, as something that was buried and dormant, you know? And I think that that helps you to sort of tie in that winter that you H-A-T-E, hate, 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 because it is that period of dormancy that like without winter, you don't have these beautiful perennial plants. And I want to suggest, of course, to our listeners, some perennial plants you might want to work with. Um, basil shocking perennial plant strawberries are perennial plants potatoes for all my irish witches out there but also you know everybody loves potatoes if we're gonna be really honest with each other there are lots and lots of cultures that rely on potatoes so very easy to include that in some kitchen witchcraft as you start to sort of transition from winter into springtime for me that's very much what this is it's about like getting in touch with the dirt, getting in touch with the food, um, and making that switch from like, all right, soup season was great. Now we're kind of moving into like salad season, I think. You know, when you you said that about, I still don't know what Astara is. I think that's one of the reasons, Wicca (laughs) is one of the reasons that people gravitate toward it, right? Because you have this wheel Mm -hmm. of the year. And I don't think you need to be Wiccan to, like you said, it's just spring to you. So we give it a fancy name, we call it Ostara, but really it's just a spring equinox. And if you live in a place that has seasons, and we talk about this when we've talked about traditional witchcraft, this idea that know your environment, right? Know the spirits of your environment. Well, if you're going to do that, then spring, spring has a whole vibe if you live somewhere that has a spring. Obviously, there are some places in the world where you know, the seasons don't really change all that much. You know, you have a little bit of a winter, but it's really more like a fall and what does spring mean? So I'm going to say no matter where you live, notice what are the changes? Are there any changes? Right? Even if it's not in the environment, where do you see any other changes that are happening? Right? Whether it's at work or something like that, right? You know, try to pull from that. But I think if you're fortunate enough to have seasons, 
That's what I like, the wheel of the year. I don't know if I could follow the wheel of the year if I was living somewhere else. And I think we talked about that already in another podcast. Like, what would I do if I lived in Puerto Rico? Like, I, you know, no, I think I would follow more closely the Taino wheel because that's going to reflect, you know, the season. So I think wherever you are, right, the southern hemisphere, you're not going into spring, right? Yeah. So what does that mean? What is that vibe? So I think it's going to mean different things to different people. But, yeah. And we talked about in an episode, I don't, I actually don't know if this episode airs before or after the cats episode, but surprise to anybody listening right now, we have an episode about cats. If it isn't airing, it's airing right after this. Um, I talked a little bit about the idea of using like Puss in Boots as a mythological figure, as an egregore. And I think that spring is one of those seasons where there's a lot of opportunity to use sort of like pop culture or like your your regular culture and not like your witchcraft together because I think you know and I I went and I grabbed Year of the Witch by Tempest Alden while we're recording because she talks about Marie Kondo and spring cleaning and I think so many people see spring cleaning as like oh yeah I'm gonna do that I'm gonna make it witchy I'm gonna do like a floor wash I'll do like a simmer pot I'll open the doors and you know let the stagnant air out I'll sage but also you know, I think Marie Kondo's method is really smart of like touching your items and saying, does this spark joy in me? Do I have this like gut reaction that makes me want to keep this thing? I think that is inherently magical. And one, yeah, like literally because it's a Shinto practice and it's like a religious thing for her, but also I think it's something that could be easily used when you're talking about getting in touch with spirits around you and spirits of the season. I think that that is its own spirit to say, all right, I'm going to get in touch with the spirit of spring cleaning and I'm going to pick up my items and really take a minute and be like, do I need this? Do I want this? Is this important to me? Because, you know, like, listen, I'm, (laughs) I was about to say, I'm dirty. I'm not dirty. I'm just like a very messy person. (laughs) I leave shit everywhere. Like I buy baskets. I like doom boxes. If you have ADHD, you know what I mean? But if I treat spring cleaning in a more Marie Kondo way where I'm like, all right, I'm going to spiritually connect with every, every item that I have, it's it's more likely I'm going to do the spring cleaning because like, I don't really, I'm not invested in the floor wash or, you know, taking my beautiful vagabond spun brooms down from the wall and like sweeping my drawers. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. That's not exciting to me. But I think you can, you can twist and change the way that we treat sort of traditional magical things to work for you for each season. You know, you talk about spring cleaning and that for me is in the winter. I like my house to be super like put together and like mm-hmm. great for Yule, right? But then again, that's like a my that's a cultural thing for me and even if it's freezing, I do open all the windows and I do open all the all the doors and I want everything just aired out for the new year. So, you know, I I think, but I like that. I like the idea of purging in the spring. Yeah. You know? But again, that's... Just getting rid of shit. Yeah. And that's part of when we say do the work. You know, if I'm going to sit down and think about what spring means to me, maybe I don't think about cleaning, but purging might be a good thing. You know? Uh, What does it mean for you? You know, I think of spring, I think of all the things that Christians think of when they think of Easter. Right. I think of like mm-hmm. bunnies and I think of eggs and I think of right. Everything is just fertility is on the mind now because the earth is waking up. So and why isn't 
why isn't this Mother's Day then? When you think about Persephone and Demeter, I kind of feel yeah. like that's when Mother's Day should be, like the first day of spring. For and not just because of them, just think about it, right? All the mythology behind spring. It's yeah. that's Mother's Day. Hey, Hallmark. I will happily take more than one Mother's Day. Like I'm in. <laughs> yeah. One of the other things that I want to talk about before we, you know, dive into talking to the vendors and readers and other people who have provided us audios, this is the spring equinox. So we're also talking about Aries season. Mm-hmm. And for me, one, if you follow us on Instagram, you'll know that like I'm having an awakening this year. I like understand Pisces in a way that I've never understood Pisces before. Yeah, it's freaking me out, but but I, <laughs> it's so weird. It's like the weirdest experience. But I think that the spring equinox is this perfect crystallization of Pisces and Aries energy because on, you know, on the left, on the beginning, you have this this deeply intuitive sort of gentle water flowing Pisces energy where you're I'm just like moving my arms kind of wiggly wobbly but you're just kind of like going with it and you move into like cardinal airy season where it's like I have a plan and I'm going and I got it and it's you know in a sort of yin yang like masculine feminine kind of spirit versus matter we talked about this on the podcast too spirit versus matter right the spring equinox is the perfect combination of this very spiritual Pisces and this very material Aries. And to have like one, a witchy fringe market occurring for the spring equinox, I think is a really perfect time to like validate our community in the area to be like, yeah, you matter in a spiritual and material sense. Here is a place to bond But it's also such a powerful energy. And I don't think I would have thought about the spring equinox like that if I wasn't having these like Pisces downloads where I'm like, oh, my God, I get it. (laughs) My eyes have been opened. I like that. Yeah, that's really cool. It's Pisces is weird, guys. Like it's just you just have to experience it is what I'm realizing. Like you can't think about Pisces. You have to just be with Pisces. Listen, I live a life where I have a Pisces mother and I, I still don't get it. You know, I still don't get her. I, still, I am I am wound up so tight and she is the epitome of just let things flow. Like even when she's upset, mm-hmm. she's just going to let it flow and like things are going to happen and she's going to do whatever. And like everything's OK. And like I am like analyzing everything. She's like, why are you like this? This is what she says to me all the time. Why are you like this? I'm not like this. I'm just like, oh, shut up. So... All right, you know, so, so Scorpio. Yeah. What plant ally would you be working with for spring as we move past Astara? Okay, if I'm going to work with one plant, I'm going to work with basil. One, I like the way it smells. Two, I love to cook with Preach. it. So, and I don't cook a lot. So for me to say that I like it in my food, like I like it everywhere. Mm-hmm. So for me, I just think it's a nice plant to bring into the home, especially if you want to bring in some sort of, I mean, money. Right. If you're thinking yeah. about money, this is tax time for for people in the U.S. So maybe, yeah, you know, you want to br- use some draw basil some around this time, draw yeah. some of it in, you know, and if the tax guy gotcha, just draw some abundance for the next year. Like you got this, like, you know, yeah, maybe help you pick up a couple of extra little odd jobs at your job or something like who knows, make that money. 
Make that bank. I'm, like, obsessed with the idea of potatoes as a spring plant because, like, they're not, you know, like, realistically, like, potatoes are a winter plant. So the idea of, like, oh, I'm going to take this, like, very winter plant and I'm, nope, you're spring now. You're in the spring. I'm going to find a way to make that work. I'm going to find a way to bring that, like, very grounded, stable earth energy from the potato and make it spring so uh keep an eye out on the instagram because you're gonna get a potato spell at some point i'm gonna make it happen i mean you're gonna cook something you're just gonna do a spell with a potato we'll see okay i'm putting zero limits on this it's just because now that you said that there is a recipe that is really mostly egg and potato Mm -hmm. that just the idea of you know the egg as a fertility symbol and we're talking about potatoes as this perennial like it could be a good thing i'll share it with you and we'll see if she if she does it yes speaking of eggs for astara year one we did astara eggs i know um so that's another thing that like keep an eye out on our instagram i'm gonna post that recipe again for anybody who's interested who wants to do uh astara eggs maybe i'll even make some and you guys can see Um, that was fun i'm gonna put you like extra on the spot right now oh god yeah take a minute what first thing that comes to your mind is the spell you're doing this spring i mean i think when i think of a spell to do i would do a spell outside i have my little tree that i planted last year and i have my roses and other plants that i know are going to come back and Mm -hmm. you know it's kind of like it's time for me to be like hey hi how are you? Because mm-hmm. even though they're dormant, the spirit of my hosta, the spirit of my tree, my, you know, all these things, they're all there. So maybe it's time to start reconnecting with them. So I think that that's how I would start reconnecting with the outside. Because again, it is kind of cold. I am not going on a hike and I'm definitely not planting flowers because they would all die. Right. That's not till May. Yeah. So, but I would want to start making some connections. Not that I don't talk to my little tree because I do. I talk to him all the time. Uh, he's my yeah. buddy. But my other plants, I got to be honest, I don't really go near them because I'm like, yeah, I'll see you later. You know, like I always call Take my hostas. We'll talk. Yeah. Like I don't start talking until I see what I call the fingers. You know, how like hosta come up like and they're just like mm-hmm. little fingers. So I'm like, oh, the fingers are up. And that's when I'm like, hi, guys. You know, so I don't really talk to them. But maybe this is the year it's like that they're I'm gonna... waving. Yeah. Like we're here. That's so cute. Yeah. That's my cue to get the very natural deer repellent. <laughs> Just what mint and lavender. Very natural deer... Mint oh, and lavender. Because they they tell people you can pee on the pee around the plants and um, keep the. <laughs> so not that natural. I didn't know about that. I literally use. <laughs> I'm glad that you asked. Before people thinking that I'm yeah. peeing around my house. That would be great for the neighbors. <laughs> the neighbors don't think I'm weird enough. Just I'm gonna go outside and pee. Just in front of the <laughs> No. Um, oh my god, I love it. Mint and lavender in a spray. It doesn't hurt anything and the deer just don't like it. And do you do the plants or do you do essential oils? It depends. I have used plants. I've used essential oils too. It basically whatever I can get my hands on or whatever I'm kind of feeling like up for. But I've done both. I love that. You know. This is actually just... like a very useful podcast. Oh, duh. 
that's kind of what I we're just feel like we just for. packed like a ton of content in here. I warned Scorpio at the beginning. I was like, we we sometimes we get off track. We need to make sure that we're focused. We need to make sure that we're like really killing it. And like, damn, we we packed a lot of content into twenty minutes. That's the whole that point. So people point. are listening to this, and you're going, well, I thought this was the Moon Serpent and Bone Market podcast. Yes, but we also want this to be a podcast that. It's more than just, hey, here are some vendors. We love the market, but not everybody's going to go to the market. You may not be around here. So what can you get yeah. out of this besides just a list of vendors that you may be able to go online or not? So we really wanted these episodes to be real episodes. You know, they're shorter and they're specific to the season. But why not have little bonus episodes here that are really useful? And I think, you know, Amy really set us on course by talking about the idea of this this perennial market, this coming back for the fifth year, I think that we're kind of in the same place as Moon Servant and Bone. And to be able to grow with them and with our audience is really exciting. Um, and I think that sort of ties in like the spell that I know I want to do is kind of combining that Pisces and Aries energy. I'm going to buy a fucking house if it kills me. <laughs> so I'm <laughs> I'm using that spring equinox as really a jumping off point, as a diving board, as a springing board, uh, which is not a uh. thing, but you can spring. It's a but um Yeah, and, you know, I think that maybe that wouldn't be something that I would originally associate with Astara. But when you think about, okay, what does spring mean to me? Yeah, Aries season is all about, like, going after it and getting it. So let's take this energy of getting the downloads, trusting the universe, believing that things happen from Pisces season and bring it right into Gemini and Mr. Gemini buy a house. I like it. And you take that energy from Baby Bat, who is an Aries, and they just go That's after true. stuff. They just go after yeah. what they want as much as you try to block them from puppies and things. But, you know, <laughs> no puppies or babies. I had to make up a little song because all Baby Bat wanted was to play with this poor, terrified dog. <laughs> and we were like, no, Baby Bat, no puppies for babies. So take some of that Aries energy. I like it. I like that Pisces yeah. energy. Yeah. Let's see what happens. It's going to happen. Fingers crossed. Everybody, like, yeah. send good vibes for me. Scorpio, colors for spring. What are your top two? So people have already seen me. And I know I like purple so of course it's lilac <laughs> because I don't stray far and believe it or not because people are going to be like no way I like pink I do I like pink. pink for spring it pink in spring makes me happy and I start to look at pink more for Valentine's Day like I'm not a red person for Valentine's Day mm -hmm. I'm a pink person like I like pink so those are my two my two colors and it's funny because I just saw a skirt from my other personality when I'm totally 50s, that is literally a pink and lilac swing skirt. But it's not like, ugh, it's very subtle. And it's like, oh my God, like that skirt just screams mm -hmm. spring to me. So those are my two top colors. What about you? Well, I was going to say pink, but you already picked it. So I'm going to go with well, like a, a butter I mean. yellow. Oh. No, no, no. We've got other colors. Butter yellow okay. and then like a nice like light like mint green, but the way that mint green is a color and not mint green, like the color of the mint plant. Okay, they're got different it. colors. You know they what I mean? Are. Like that's yes, they're not yes. the same. No. I also like a pale blue. Not gonna lie, 
Just pastels for spring. Pastels, be yeah. With each other. yeah. That's what it is. I like all the pastels for spring. I, I remember one year Essie came out with a whole line of pastel nail polishes and I ran out like a lunatic and I had to buy all of them because I was like, it's spring. I need them all. It helps to pretend that like spring is not just a horribly wet season. Right. Mm. It's like, oh, pastels for spring because otherwise I have to think about all the mud. <laughs> and the worms. And the worms. I hate bugs. Have I said that on the podcast? I'm sure I have. I hate I don't know. bugs. Hate them. Ooh, ooh, I hate them. Ooh, ooh. Sorry, I got myself all worked up. I hate them so much. The worst part about spring is my house to my car and my car to the entrance at work because there are mm-hmm. worms everywhere. And I know, because I usually get in around the same time that our administrators come in, and I know they hear me because all you hear is, ah! You know, that's mm-hmm. all they hear as I'm walking. I don't care. It's gross. And I'm trying so hard not to step on them because, like, I'm right. not a complete asshole. But then, you know, you're, you're like, thinking about something or you're, like, having trouble carrying something. And there's, like, a three-second period where you're not paying attention and you're like, oh, fuck, I stepped on a fucking worm. Oh, it's so gross. No, no, no. <gasps> I, I'm always looking. It's disgusting. I hate it. And it always makes me think of Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Did you ever see that movie? No. Oh, my God. Okay, it's a great movie. Um, It's a pro... I mean, Baby Bat doesn't understand anything, but, like, it's a good kids film, too, because it just teaches Mm -hmm. you to, like, be yourself. But, okay, so there's a fire, and he goes in to save... A fire in a um, pet store. So he goes in to save the pets, and he keeps passing by the tank with the snakes, and he keeps making a face like, oh, my God. And when he saved all the animals, he's like... Oh, because he knows what he has to do. He goes in, and the next scene, he's got snakes in both hands, and he just passes out outside because he can't take it. And that's what I think about every time. Every time I see the worms, that's what I think about. I'm like, I would be like Pee Wee, like, okay, I don't want to save the worms. I don't want to. Oh my God, I got to save the worms too. Like, yeah. Ew, imagine, like, not to. Well, it's Easter. I can make it a little Christian. Um, Imagine being Noah, like on Noah's Ark, and having to bring two little worms. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we need to move on from the bugs because I can't live this life. Um, this podcast exists to be really useful for you guys, and I think you know. Hopefully, you're listening and you're like, "Oh yeah, I want to try some of the things you suggest." They're also going to be on our Instagram. So if you are like, "Oh, I'm not quite sure how to use this thing that Scorpio mentioned," or you know, Aries season and Pisces season, like Gem and I talked about, head over to Which Space on Instagram, Which Space Co. You're going to see posts about it. You're going to see content about it. We're going to make sure you get as much as you can from this mini podcast. And we're going to have a special surprise. We have created a special sit and spell for Moon, Serpent, and Bone. So it is a Moon, Serpent, and Bone exclusive. The spell was written by Scorpio, and I'm sort of doing the the design work for it. And if you want to see that, catch it when it's posted. Sounds good. We hope you liked this as much as we love doing it. And let's jump into our vendor spotlight and some of the other people who will be selling their wares at the market.
Hello, Witch Space. It's Morgana and Lucifer from Modern Druid and Positive Occult Podcast. And we are delighted to be vending at Moon Serpent and Bones Ostara Night Market on March 17th. So everybody that's listening to this, show up. It's going to be fantastic. Just a great night out. So what do we do here at Modern Druid? Modern Druid is a magical lifestyle store, energy healing center, and event space in Nyack, New York, by the Tappansee Bridge, not far from the city, not far from anywhere, actually. So come on down and visit Nyack and see what we have going on. We carry a range of wonderful witchy and spiritual products and our magical OM oils, O-G-H-A-M, for those wondering what that weird word is. Made in the Celtic tradition right here on site, they are infused with all kinds of magical properties that correspond with trees. So we liken them to tree medicine, not just plant medicine, but tree medicine in our essential oil blends here. So we're going to be carrying some of those at the night market. We will also have all kinds of wonderful jewelry, clothing from Weapon of Choice New Orleans. Uh, We have uh, various uh, decks and pieces of art and other interesting things. And we're also dropping a new line of ritual scents under our new brand, Sulfur and Mercury. Yes. We finally managed to get that packaged and ready to present. So we're excited that we are going to be uh, able to launch that at our favorite place, Moon Serpent and Bow. So what are our favorite traditions for Astara, Lucifer? Mm, besides sleeping in, um, I'm <laughs> going to say painting eggs, maybe? Or what are we doing this year? Well, this year we asked Dr. Witch, Megan oh. McSweeney, to do a candle magic workshop at Modern Druid on, I believe it is March 26th, Sunday, March 26th, the evening of at 6.30 p.m. If anybody wants to join us here in Modern Ooh, Druid tonight. And we are going to do egg candle magic. Ooh, yeah. I like egg candle magic. Yeah, so we're working in the Ostara mm. piece to it, and um, and yeah. representing you know with eggs the whole idea of fertility and growth, which also reminds me to say that we are going to be bringing along some Ostara kits to Moon Serpent and Bone on the seventeenth, using paper studded with seeds that you can write your intentions on and plant in the soil. So you mm. literally can have your intentions grow and bloom. Awesome. Awesome. Well, where can they find these beautiful products that you're talking about if they can't make it to the um, event? www.moderndruid.com M-O-D as in David, E-R-N as in Nancy, D-R-U-I-D, moderndruid.com. Com. And do they get a discount or anything if they order online? Well, only if they put in the discount code associated with Positive Cult Podcast, which is... Dun, 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 Lucifer. Spell it. L-U-C-I-F-E-R. Yes. And you get a substantial discount if you mm. use that code if you're shopping online. Awesome. Okay, beautiful people and French folk, we will see you on March 17th, Locust Grove Estates, for Moon, Serpent, and Bone, Oddities and Curiosities Night Market, starting at 6 p.m. and running to midnight. And you can get tickets online at www.moonserpentandbone, spell out the A-N-D, moonserpentandbone.com. I think it's $5 online and $7 at the door. Mm. What a value. Yeah, it is. See you then. See you then. Bye. 
Hey babes, I'm Steph from Pop Arts and Crafts. I make eco-friendly accessories for the strange and unusual, the alternative, the whimsigoths, the punks, and all of the weirdos of the world. If you need earrings, pins, keychains, gifts, or craft supplies based on things like vintage medicine, the French Revolution, or insects, I'm your gal. Most of the products I make use FSC certified wood or recycled acrylic, and all of my products are packaged and sent using recycled or compostable items. My favorite category of items that I sell is earrings. If I'm being totally honest, I started making earrings because I wasn't finding jewelry that I felt was totally my style. My style is dainty human teeth and anatomical hearts. My style is plague doctors and guillotines. My style is Venus flytraps and sassy Victorian flower speak. So I started making my own earrings with nickel-free surgical steel ear wire for my sensitive ears. And now I always have a super weird, colorful, macabre accessory to go with any outfit. I love the theme of rebirth in Ostara, so traditions like spring cleaning, decluttering, breathing new life into a space, these really speak to me. I also plan on starting a little balcony garden this year, so we'll see how that tradition actually goes. For folks that can't make it to the market, you can find me online at popartsandcrafts.com. That's P-O-P-A-R-T-S-A-N-D c-r-a-f-t-s dot com. From there, you can find everything else. My Etsy shop, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, Tumblr, all of it. I'm most places on the internet, but I hope to see you at the market. Hi, this is Tracy from Owl and Bone Tarot Card Readings, and I am a tarot reader, a shadow worker, and an eclectic witch. Uh, for the Ostara Market, I will be there offering 15-minute readings for $30, but you can book a reading with me anytime on my website, which is owlandbone.net. There you'll find I offer several different readings, but my favorite and most popular reading that I offer is my shadow work reading. So definitely check that out. I'm super, super excited about the Ostara market. Um, some of my favorite Ostara traditions are using flowers and seeds in any of my ritual and spell work. So I hope to find lots of floral magic at the Ostara market. Uh, let's see. Uh, you can find me on Instagram as well at Owl and Bone Tarot. You can also find me on TikTok. It's at owl underscore and underscore bone. So come and check it out. Okay. Have a fun market. Bye. Hello, everybody listening. My name's Nicole Nightfall. I'm a death witch, an evidential medium, an intuitive reader, and a paranormal investigator. At the Ostara Market for Moon, Serpent, and Bone, I will be offering, as usual, my intuitive card readings. I've read at this market many times before, haven't been there in about a year, I think, but it's going to be great to be back to join the other readers and all the other vendors at this really great market. Uh, you have to check out the performances, too. They're out of this world. So come see me for a reading or any of the other readers. Um, and for Ostara, it's time to get ready, too. I, I would advise, because this is my favorite thing to do, is to do a huge spring cleaning. Uh, donate any clothes if you can. Uh, repurpose what you can. Recycle. 
uh, try to make it about the earth. As a death witch, um, it's about bringing life to new things as well. And spring certainly is all about bringing in new life. So that also goes for planting seeds. If you want to plant a tree, anything like that. So, and that's how I like to celebrate just the basic things you would think of, whether or not you're a practitioner or not. If you can't make it to the Ostara market and you still want to check out what I do, including my content creation that has to do with all things occult and paranormal investigating, you can find me on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube with the handle at Nicole Nightfall, N-I-C-O-L-E-N-I-G-H-T-F-A-L-L, or you can find me at www.NicoleNightfall.com to book a reading. If you can't make it there, you'll be missed, but many blessings and blessed Ostara. Thank you to all our vendors and readers who peddled their wares this season in the market and on the podcast. Can't wait to see you there. Thank you to Kano and Mora for our intro and outro music and to Amy for the moon, serpent, and bone music and for giving us the opportunity to make more podcast content for you. Thank you to our amazing audience. You guys are wonderful and we hope to see you at markets. We hope you say hi to Amy and to the other vendors. And remember... If you're following the seasons, you're following us.